fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> Nothing that says a woman can't be a power bottom, but, uh, you know, at the same time. You know what? I feel like that's the perfect segue into the show. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm going to introduce us from that there. This is Sharks Cross Hollywood. I need this. I need this bad. I need to talk about this ridiculous fucking movie. We're going to talk about Turbo Kid. There's a big 1997 staring me in the fucking face right now, and I'm like, oh, it came out in 97. It did not. It came out in, like, 2015. <laughs> No, it's based in the distant future of 1997. Yes, but it came out in 2015. Now wrap your fucking head around that, kids. Speaking <laughs> of kids, okay, Turbo Kid. You look at the cover for this movie. This is a kid movie. This is 100%. It certainly the appears yeah. to be so. This yes. is the kind of movie that were this actually 1997, you'd go to the video store. Well, no, it's not It's not going to be 1997. It's going to be somewhere like 1985. I'm going to say 1986. Okay, you know yeah. why? Because Karate Kid and Rad were both out at the time. Exactly. Exactly. Rad came out in 86, didn't it? 85, I think. Oh, but did Rad come out in 85? Either way, it's it's around there. That's my theory about this movie, is that the apocalypse happened the year Rad came out, which is why <laughs> everybody's riding bicycles. <laughs> well, or it could be because there's no gas, and gas-powered vehicles are very impractical, so everybody's riding a bike. It's like that New Zealand movie Vanguard with vampires. Nope, nope. It's 100% because the apocalypse happened at the height of Rad's popularity, and so ev the last cultural touchstone anybody had was everybody riding around on bicycles you know what um, uh, okay <laughs> because it clearly happened at least 10 years before the events of the movie which take place in 1997 so it had to happen no sooner than 1987 because the apocalypse was already well established when the kid was you know a kid like seven or eight six six seven eight years old something like that you know oh yeah and that is his name by the way the kid yeah that's his that's his movie credit but i'm looking at this fucking cover and this again okay so 86 87 either way you're you're a kid in maybe even the early 90s who's who is walking through the fucking video store you see this goddamn movie sitting on the shelf your parents don't know shit they don't look at the back of the box to be like hey what's this rated they don't care they're just like oh get it it's a weekend keep you fucking quiet for an hour an hour and a half you i mean there is a bloody saw blade on the cover so i mean that should kind of be a giveaway but most of these kids myself included we were all latchkey kids our parents didn't actually pay attention to that shit <laughs> that is true that is true yeah you get this fucking thing home and it's not the first thing you see but there are some heads on pikes like human human heads <laughs> by the way they're dead they're on pikes and there's lots of that saw you were talking about that goes through a lot of bodies and there's blood spraying everywhere this is trauma level gore it's not as yes. fucking gross and weird but it's uh it's a lot no no it's definitely not as gross or bizarre as like it's not as bizarrely sexual as trauma movies get <laughs> but yes definitely gore coming out the wazoo this is gratuitous in the extreme and i gotta say those heads on the pikes looked very realistic i actually wrote down the effects department gives good head interesting fact the woman who played the kid's mother is one of the directors as is the man who played the kid's father yeah there's this movie has three directors by the way uh the third director is the bald guard who gets a blender to the face so this movie is absurd and 
kind of stupid but it's also fucking awesome <laughs> it's a lot of fun it, it is a ton of fun i believe this would be a perfect movie to pair with the recent release psycho Goreman. i was thinking the exact same thing. that because that's also another one of those movies you could look at the cover and be like that's a monster movie for kids yep pretty much yeah i mean it, it's even called pg yeah and i still haven't watched it yet and i really want to it's fantastic i highly recommend psycho gorman i really and if you like psycho gorman this is like psycho gorman light yeah i'm really bummed out that i didn't get the what a uh, hunky boy edition i didn't pre-order it like i should have yeah that one sold out fast yeah that one sold out before it went off pre-order it's 1997 in in the movie the future the future 19 in 1997 and apparently uh we don't know exactly what happened we get a, we get a few hints like there's there were robots and there's acid rain and there's bombs i think and it's just like a wasteland and there's now. nuclear war yeah, it nuclear was a war. nuclear war so it was just like all the apocalypses put together i guess there were big bombs where we're there there's actually a whole sequence where the kid explains that uh giant explosions wiped out humanity oh yeah there's these things just like the dinosaurs just like the dinosaurs and the way he explains that is real weird she's like oh hey there's dinosaurs it's a t-rex and he's like yeah they were these big creatures that used to walk the air i'm like she knows she clearly knows what a dinosaur is <laughs> So that, that was a little weird. He was already locked into his spiel at that point. Like that is clearly his line for picking up chicks is show him the view master, then tell him what dinosaurs are. That's what that and thing is. She called. was one step ahead of them. That's what the, I could not fucking remember for the goddamn life of me what that was called. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite toys growing up man yeah i had one i had one and i fucking oh, dude i don't know they never changed those either did they they were always red and giant like that huh yep pretty much uh <laughs> it stayed the same i i got one for my kids when they were young so yeah and it was the same thing such a dumb simple toy i like it and yet it's so thrilling to look through because <laughs> you get the full 3d effect you know do you remember that about them the 3d effect it's really good it's been like 20 years since i've looked in one probably well, when more. you look in one you're actually looking at two different pictures and so consequently you know you get the stereoscopic effect and they're both offset just enough to create a 3d image it wasn't that special yeah that was 3d before avatar oh fuck avatar it's stupid 3d <laughs> oh do you see avatar it's the highest grossing movie ever it's the highest grossing piece of shit ever <laughs> don't like avatar it was really long and it was really boring i didn't think it was boring but i have never once felt the urge to watch it again i yeah i do not give two shits and they're like we're gonna make five avatar sequels i'm like fuck you guys like yeah i will never see i will never go to watch an avatar sequel spend your money under any circumstances spend your money and make a better terminator sequel how about that <laughs> They already made the better Terminator sequel, and they've just been trying to recapture that glory since 1990 Ugh. or 91, whatever it was. One of those years. Also, an R-rated movie that was marketed towards kids, kind of like this one, even though it wasn't actually marketed towards kids. <laughs> it just looks like it was. Yeah. Oh, dude, do you remember fucking the Terminator craze when that movie came out? There were toys and shit. I remember it better than you do. I was like 10, 11 years old when that came out. I was right there for the peak of it. I I was at the perfect age <laughs> i was young but i watched it all the fucking time thank you I i'm not talking about when i'm not talking about after it had hit video i'm talking oh, about yeah. in the lead up to it coming out when the guns and roses video was on mtv all the time <laughs> and when the advertisements were all over the tv i watched that motherfucker in the theater man all right fair enough you win and i was 12 at the oldest <laughs> 
I saw Terminator Salvation in the theater. Oh, and Genesis too. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that's about. I was I was on a quote unquote date with a girl, and she's like, "Let's go see Terminator," and I'm like, "Fuck," because I didn't want to go see it. <laughs> Oh, the things we'll do for Poon. I know. Ugh, dumb. I had All right, we should probably too. start talking about this fucking movie at some point. Okay, so we get the opening narration again. Like I said, it's 1997. All the wars and shit. So the first thing we really see is a kid. The kid, actually. He's like, at a junkyard, he's doing what he's going to refer to as scavenging. Which is basically picking up garbage and seeing if it looks useful. Then he sees, like, a bunch of heads on pikes, which we already talked about. And then he pulls out his handy-dandy notebook, which I don't think they got got blues clues because i'm sure the world ended before that but still (laughs) you see him drawing and it says danger and that's apparently the barrier is hey there's heads on pikes i should probably not go in that direction i mean i can see the logic in that (laughs) way of thinking i feel it makes sense that they would have been put up to demarcate a border and at that point i already knew i was going to like the movie but i also i watched the trailer also a couple days prior to this because i wanted to see if the kids were interested and they're like no i'm not watching that i'm like fuck you guys but so i wasn't surprised by all the gore by the time i actually watched the movie six years later and i still never watched it until the other day the only reason i knew about it i wasn't surprised by the gore was because somebody had written something somewhere i don't remember who i don't remember what it was about i don't remember why it came across my transom somehow but someone had written some kind of a review or something and basically said this isn't what you think it is from looking at that poster (laughs) it might have even been my brother i'm not 100 percent certain and sure enough well it's one of those because i i like movies that you know that look like that i like 80s kids movies like this i like that kind of stuff but this is obviously not a kids movie which i've said like 8,000 times now and i should probably stop i watched this with my oldest son and he at the end of it he was like i hate this kind of movie tell him he's wrong what i what are you talking about and he says well he said this is the kind of movie that is all about nostalgic 80s references and shit but it doesn't treat the characters in a respectful manner such that the movie stands on its own without the 80s or 90s having existed and i understand why he feels that way because everything is so referency nowadays that it gets a little sickening you get tired of seeing these movies that are just references after references to all this old 80s stuff and just going jesus christ just have an original thought you know but the truth is if you strip away all of the references i think this movie stands still on the same level that the exploitation movies of the 80s and 90s stood which is to say you know you have to be of a certain mindset to enjoy them in the first place but if you are of that mindset this movie's just a bucket of fun and you're going to enjoy it if you're the type of person who enjoyed mad max and who enjoyed you know the toxic avenger and shit like that back in its day this is on that same level i would say to his thought i say who gives a fuck because 80s references are where it's goddamn at with your <laughs> with your face and your thoughts and stuff well i'm like i said I can understand being sick of 80s references, but his whole thing was the filmmakers didn't seem to care about the characters. They just cared about the 80s references. And, and I, I disagree. I do, too. I, I, I liked the I thought the characters were good. We'll get to one in particular that I'm like, wow, I, I really like that character. And we'll. All right. Let's talk about it. But first, when he saw the heads on the pikes, I was already like, all right, this is good. This is that kind of movie. OK, I'm into it. But. 
He starts riding away, and you get those first beautiful notes. It's a cover, but that's okay, of Thunder in Your Heart <laughs> from Rad. And the second I heard that, I'm like, I texted you. I like literally the second that happened, I'm like, dude, have you started watching this yet? And you're like, no, I'm going to start it yet. And I'm like, okay, you'll know when you know. Yep. And sure enough, the second I heard those opening <laughs> blasts i knew exactly what it was and i was like oh fuck he's right i know what i know now that i know i enjoyed all the stupid references because they're not your typical it's not like hey ghostbusters and star wars existed in the 80s let's talk about those and make jokes about those they actually reference a movie that wouldn't have existed yet i don't think but that's later in a couple minutes oh uh, i'm what movie is that i'm army of, Dar- army of darkness when do they reference that the gnome, oh that's the, right yeah that's right my gnome stick yeah it would have re- it would have existed by 97 well yeah it would have existed by 97 but if this happened in 87 then yeah that's true it wouldn't have existed army of darkness didn't come out until 1992 yeah that's true so it it wouldn't have existed in their world but it still made me laugh because that was a that was a good (laughs) see the references in this are actually kind of clever and sort of funny you think they're gonna go one way and then or some of them just come out of fucking nowhere like that one but honestly again you know if you didn't have the this is my boomstick reference for that the this is my gnome stick line is still pretty funny it's it's still a good line and it had to come out of that character's mouth though exactly because the way that character delivered it is consistent with that character yeah i like her a lot she's so fucking cute so he goes home to his to his bunker he has a little he has a little bunker and i guess he scavenged some batteries and he has one of those bulky yellow walkmans not not a cd player one like a fucking cassette player walkman not the ones that came out in the 90s but still those big bulky yellow ones uh i actually do think that was one of the ones that came out in the 90s those big bulky yellow ones were were staples of the 90s and especially that fold back snap over top cover wait did he had did, did that was that on there oh oh no wait yep yep okay nope i'm i got my brain back now yep yeah right. i feel like that was actually a 90s thing so it's not a perfect 80s reference I although i understand 80s walkman that's a hard thing to come up to come up with nowadays to actually get an 80s walkman they were harder to come by back then you know they were expensive back in the 80s a walkman cost real money a walkman back then at that time costs cost more than a blu-ray player costs now yeah it's not like a lot not like the mid 90s where you could get one for ten dollars at any fucking toy store yeah. or whatever and and i don't mean adjusted for inflation i mean in actual dollars like nowadays you can get a blu-ray player for like 29.99 or 39.99 a walkman <laughs> was something like 85 dollars back then nowadays adjusted for inflation that would be something like 160 or something like that fuck yeah i know i totally missed that lucky me yeah i i loved my big bulky ass walkmans though they had clips they had you you could put your shit in your pocket now we couldn't fucking you can't you can't put that stuff in your pocket unless you were a, <laughs> unless you were a jinko kid and i wasn't <laughs> But, you know, the, the Jinko jeans uh, were super huge in the legs, but I'm sure the girls' pockets were still super small. Yeah, that's probably true. I'm Now I need to... If, if anybody knows anything about ladies' early 90s Jinko jeans, let me know. So, he has a poster of a thing called Turbo Rider, which will become important here. He's in his bunker dancing, as you would if you're just kind of alone. You're just fucking around. You're dancing. You're, you're having fun. And then the batteries die, and the Walkman just ruins your whole fucking day. Yeah. Been there, brother. Boy. See, kids? You used to have to use batteries for everything now you, you, you couldn't just 
plug in your phone and or your iPad or, or iPad iPod. Do you guys know what iPods are? I don't fucking know. Nobody has are. iPods anymore. Everybody's just got their phone. I'm old. I cannot help it. I'm I was late to the iPod game. By the time iPod by the time I had an iPod, everybody's like, hey, I'm just gonna listen to Spotify on my phone. I still have my iPod if it's any consolation. I left mine at somebody's house and then he moved and I just kind of forgot about it after that. Yeah, if I left my iPod at somebody's house and they moved, I would drive across the country to get it back my ipod is important to me yes mine was obviously not super important like i kind of miss it i think about it every once in a while because that's how my brain works it was like six seven years ago that i'm like fuck doesn't even matter um six seven years shit i listen to my ipod every week still because you're a fucking nerd man <laughs> i have to leave it plugged in all the time now though <laughs> it's one of those oh i love yeah. it yeah one of these days i may just i may just spring for one of those you know nerd etsy stores or something like that where they'll repair your ipod and put a new battery in it and shit like that oh do it that'd be awesome get it all refurbished and tricked out just like new i took really good care of it too so it's still in great shape needs a new screen protector but that's about it wow. and of course a new battery I, I when i went to welding school they were like welders are just hard on their tools and i'm like oh so i've just been a welder my whole life <laughs> Okay, let's bring it back around to Turbo Kid. <laughs> so right when the fucking right when the Walkman dies and you know his fun stops, a little chain jiggles and it it seems like it's a it, it looks kind of like it's a thing warning him that somebody's there, but it's not. It's actually he it's a trap that he set and it happens to have a gross giant rat. All uh you know what's that fucking movie called? Dead Alive, the weird giant rat yeah, that turns that, his mom into a zombie. My thought was uh, what are we in Sumatra? And it attacks him and then he just fucking beats the shit out of it and kills it. And then I that think seems he actually does get a scratch he on does. the face in the same place as uh that character's mother in oh shit i do Dead think alive. yeah maybe <laughs> i do believe so but again you know like i was thinking about it and i think that was sort of the moment where my son first got pissed off with this movie because he's like what was that and i explained to him that it's a reference to dead alive which he hasn't seen but the thing is it works even without the reference like it's a nuclear wasteland there's gonna be mutant monsters in any movie version of that you know yeah I, so, I assume he's played fallout it's exactly like that yeah exactly so to have a giant mutant rat monster makes perfect sense within that context it also works as a reference yes but it works without the reference if it even is actually a reference and we're just like reading way too much into it and they're just like oh fucking rat scratch him big deal that 100 was a dead alive reference it looks just fucking like the sumatran <laughs> rat monkey but like what if it is just a coincidence and they find this episode and they're like what the fuck stop being geeks you fucking losers <laughs> they're just like we have never seen dead alive what are you talking about because they're all french canadian i was gonna say are they french canadian yeah they are huh and yeah like, the movie's yeah. the movie's made in quebec so <laughs> i actually went and uh looked up Lawrence leboeuf's imdb page and it's like 50 percent in french oh yeah no i i saw that because i because i i looked her up i'm like oh she's cute i want to know what she's in and she's in this show that rachel watched about the doctor who's in the, the doctor who comes he's like an immigrant and he you know and then she's in this show called 192 which stars jared kiso and mcmurray and bradley all from letter kenny and very very serious show by the way no shit very serious uh I, it's not streaming on anything but i watched a clip of it and the clip just happened to be a fucking school shooting that they were trying to stop holy fuck like, I like it was funny for a second because you heard Jared Kiso and McMurray talking to each other and it's like ha, that's funny because they're using normal voices and his eyes are open. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> then it's a fucking school shooting. Yeah, and it was Jesus. a brutal oh, fucking thing too. Like he's oh, the man. bad guys like shooting people on screen, and you just see these dead bodies everywhere. I'm like, holy fuck! Wow. Yeah, that was that was a lot. It was my laughter like kept going, but it was more it was nervous laughter after that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like holy, I, holy shit! <laughs> I know that feeling. Let's go to the bar or the bar hangout. It's Bagu, I believe the character's name is. Who I was trying to figure out who the fuck this guy was. I'm like, God, I recognize that face. Why do I recognize that face? Yeah, um, I had the same feeling. So where where's he from? And I'm scrolling down his IMDb. I'm like, no, 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 no. Get to 2008. He was in Punisher Warzone. Okay, see, I haven't seen Warzone yet. So so oh, I wow, have really? that reference, yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's all I recognized. I think he just looks like somebody else. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the case. It's What's his name? Romano or Zari? All right, I'm going to check his IMDb page yeah, real quick it. and see. Yeah, he really looks like, I think he looks like Hank Azaria a little Hank, bit. Hank, that's, that's who I thought it was at first. I think that's why. But then going through, I'm like, there's got to be somebody else. <laughs> but yeah, nope, Punisher, that's the Taken only the yeah. TV show? Yep, there was there was a taken tv show oh he was in kin oh you watched that that's that's where i recognize him from oh. yeah i own it really is it yeah is it good i thought it was pretty good oh i skipped that one i'm I, not gonna try and sell you that it's like any kind of be all end all or that you need to own it or anything like that i did it as a blind buy but i ended up enjoying it i could hmm. loan it to you sometime if you want to see it well now i might have to if you if you vouch for it i can give it a go i think i think it's good like i said it's not great but it's good but you know what that, that that's fine as long as as long as it's fun for 90 minutes i'm i'm happy uh so we're so we're at the bar uh the first thing we see well i don't know if it's the first thing we see is it the first thing we see anyways there's some asshole guard out in the front and he like scares the kid like he jumps at him for some, he does it on his way in and on his way out and it, it nothing ever comes of that ever it's just a thing that happens for like a second i think it's to sort of show the kid's place in the local social structure you know yeah, he's kind yeah. of a nobody he's viewed as a nothing by everybody so despite his delusions of grandeur he really he really is just sort of there in terms of how he's affecting the world around him he's not a well-known or beloved character he's known but not beloved in any way you know he just kind so, of exists exactly we get a little bit of cowboy arm wrestling this guy i called him the cowboy for like the entirety of my notes until i figured out his name was frederick i did not know his name was frederick i just knew him as the arm wrestler but yeah he's a cowboy arm wrestler and there's like he's he's arm wrestling this guy who will actually come back later and but on either side there's like these branding tools so they're not trying to get each other down onto the table they're trying to burn each other's hands on these branding things he kind of seemed to me to be the placeholder for the osploitation tough guy you know that guy who's in all of those undead specifically that one that among <laughs> uh, among many others from like the 80s you know there was sort because he has an australian accent or maybe it's a new zealand accent new zealand i think sure. is, it's a Can canada new zealand co-production yeah so he sort of is that character he's he's this wasteland cowboy who's he's sort of seen as the protector of this settlement because once he disappears you know that's when bagu is fleeing for his life yeah he's, he's, you know, he's like out the arm wrestler is gone we gotta you know zeus is on the war path michael ironside's name is zeus fucking michael ironside we we love some fucking <laughs> michael ironside for sure oh man yeah he's he's having way too much fun in this movie he looks like an old grandpa now it's so fucking cute <laughs> 
<laughs> he does. He's so unintimidating without the fucking eye patch. It's ridiculous. He looks like a grandpa. It is fucking adorable. <laughs> I thought that yeah, was so fucking that- funny. <laughs> Well, you can kind of see why in that scene before he gets the eye patch, that flashback scene, why he is a little disarming, you know, because it's like, yeah, he really doesn't look that intimidating. No, in that no. Then he gets the eye patch and it's like, oh, fuck. Now he's scary. All right. That worked. <laughs> I will say this for Michael Ironside, even though you're right, he does kind of look like a grandpa now in that scene when he kind of has the snap and he goes from trying to put them at ease to trying to menace them. I think it works. I think oh, yeah. he still he's, makes it work. He's, he's not as intimidating as he used to be. He's no, he's no Colonel Razik or whatever he was in Starship Troopers. You know, he's he's certainly not the guy from Scanners anymore. But you know, he's he's still got it. I was gonna, I was gonna make a Highlander two reference or a or a next Karate Kid. God, he was in that too, wasn't he? Yeah, Fuck, he, I f- Colonel Dugan I in the next Karate Kid, and he was Katana in Highlander two, which is a movie we've got to do because good lord. Or a Free Willy reference. Oh fuck, he wasn't free Willy. God damn it. <laughs> the Willy Show. <laughs> those all all four of those fucking free Willy movies are streaming on HBO Max and I am so excited. There are four of them? Holy fuck. Yes, they did the first three and they all had that same kid in them and then cut to however fucking many years later, Bindi Irwin stars in one. It seems to be like <laughs> what? Yeah. It seems to be like a kind of a remake of the first one. Oh, Oh my god but with bindi irwin instead she just had a baby she did we're all we're getting old she's getting old she's really pretty actually That's i don't how know how steve irwin squeezed that out of his balls <laughs> well his wife is really pretty well that does help god damn it that's a guy we didn't need to lose fuck yeah now yeah, what are you gonna do anyways uh beg you make some comment about some whore or something some hooker biting him in his ball sack so that's a thing <laughs> And that's that's also that's oh, also yeah, the that's right. one of the first indicators. I'm like, wow, this really isn't for kids, is it? But nobody sw- nope. nobody swears yet, so I'm like, oh, it still could have that PG-13 thing going on. Nope. This is fully R-rated. The kid is going to trade his fucking rat and some random crap he found scavenging for stuff. Like he gets him a he gives him a bottle of water and he's like, hey man, I'll throw these in too. And he gives him pegs for his bike, which I didn't really realize what they were the first time i watched it yeah i didn't either i thought they were uh ratchet sockets i didn't realize it until the second time through when we actually because i'm like oh that's where that's where she that's where he got those anyways i realized it as soon as apple was like you've got those and then i was like (laughs) oh okay that's what they are yeah see i didn't pick it up until the second time around on on that on that where, where he gave him to him i but i got it i'm a smart guy i got it i got it it's fine um he also gives him another turbo rider comic so the kid's about to leave it's he gets, certainly big for the kid well yeah and it sounds fucking awesome actually i'm down i don't know that writing wasn't great did you did you listen to some of that dialogue as he was reading it aloud it was bush league what uh are you are you like being pretentious as a as a joke well it was bad dialogue but you know i kind of expect that from from this type of movie <laughs> i was gonna say like what the f- this is this is more combat all over again with all the people going like it's not a good movie it's too cheesy yeah it's fucking mortal combat what the fuck do you want the funny thing is is that and and the reason that i'm okay with it is because the actual dialogue in the movie is pretty good yeah i, I you know so i still didn't weird so in my sense. mind i think it was a conscious decision on the parts of the screenwriters to make the comic book dialogue cheesy well yeah you know these and guys that are like the case i can yeah. totally be okay with it these guys are fans of captain power and shit you know they are oh yeah uh so on his 
way out, the kid bumps into the cowboy and the cowboy Frederick, and he's like, hey, get the fuck away from me, man. I'm like in my personal bubble. And he's like, what? What's a personal bubble? It's like, you know, arms length, da 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 whatever. And then he immediately does, is like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I'm he, using that for the rest of my life. He pops a huge boner for the cowboy. But somebody runs up to the cowboy and goes, somebody's gone missing. And he's like, are you going to fucking tell me who or am I going to have to kick your ass? <laughs> and apparently it is his, <laughs> it's his brother that's gone missing. And right after that, yes. we cut to, I said, just cut to a guy who looks like he's been through some shit. And he's, this dude's just on his knees all bloody and shit. And we cut to a crazy dude in a fucking weird looking mask that I think it's supposed to be a Zeus mask, which would make sense. Yes. It's very, yeah, it's it's definitely a, a mask designed to look like the ancient sculpture of Zeus. And it's the man himself, fucking Michael Ironside. I've never seen anyone take off a plastic mask so fucking intimidatingly. <laughs> it turns out that that is Frederick's brother sitting in a pool, which will we'll get more pool stuff later. And his head gets fucking smashed in by, <laughs> by this giant dude with this cinder block makeshift hammer. Yeah, it's a hammer made out of a of basically like a big stick with a cinder block tied to the end so pretty gnarly stuff it should be noted that scattered all around this dude in the pool are severed body parts oh, yeah <laughs> so clearly there's been some sort of battle royale and he just he came out the winner but the prize is execution yeah so uh, apparently it's, uh, it's very caligula so we cut back to the kid and he's reading turbo rider the new comic he's on a swing set and he's he's that's where the good dialogue shows up and I'm like, I fucking Speaking love it. Speaking of which, what? Uh, do you think Turbo Rider is a uh, a common writer or a masked writer reference? No, I think it's more Captain Power, like I said before. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. But, you know, the writer thing kind of made me think, well, maybe. Yeah. More likely common writer than masked writer, I think. But Oh, yeah, common writer was around in the 70s, so yeah. do you love our common writer? Did you watch the first episode of that show on Tubi? That show is fucking insane. I know, you've told me that multiple times before. And I'm never going to do it until oh, you pick it for a Power Rangers month. You oh, know this. You need to. It's 20 minutes of your life. You'll fucking love it to death. I promise. You claim that. And yet you're the one who made me watch vampires. I didn't tell you you were going to like that, though. That's fair. In fact, I had no idea what that was going to be like because I'd never seen it before until until I watched it for that. <laughs> I just heard about it in some article. They're like, oh, there was this show. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Cool. Well, that's one we're doing. Lucky us. It's no vampires, but he's sitting there reading Turbo Ride. And then some cute girl shows up, but she's really also annoying and she won't shut up is what I wrote down. And she has a friend, but her friend is dead. There's a lot of information from her because she talks like a mile a fucking second. She is. I, I wrote down. She is the most maniacal manic pixie dream girl ever. Yes. And a character like this. I was thinking about this all fucking day and I'm like a character like this could have been so fucking annoying, but yes, uh, in my opinion, she's super cute, super lovable. I love loved every second she was on screen actually i almost did i will say and uh you know i'm I, i'm jumping right to the end here obviously <laughs> but the fact that they ended up kissing in the end it actually kind of bummed me out okay i, I will give you that i didn't really buy into that part yeah i mean i understand from like from a realistic standpoint as a a normally functioning adult human male in the wasteland <laughs> yes it would have been inevitable that he was going to fuck her one way or the other um <laughs> 
you know, <laughs> whether she's robot or human, that was going to happen in a realistic world. But this is clearly not a realistic world. And I feel like that's the one thing about this movie that genuinely bugs me is that they shoehorned that in when it's not that kind of story at all. And I think it would have worked much better if they had just been friends the whole movie and had ended with, you know, like a friendship hug. And it did feel kind of forced. And she's not putting out anything other than friendship vibes to him. She's never putting out a fuck me vibe. I don't think she can do that. Exactly. Because she's a friend robot. Like that's her whole thing is she's a friend bot. I mean, okay, again, getting way ahead of things. He doesn't realize that when they first meet. But that's the thing is like her whole programming is just for friendship. So it really feels forced and I don't care for it at all. She slaps this thing on his wrist and he's like, what the fuck is this? And then she walks over to to her other friend, quote unquote, and uh, she's like, it's fine. I'm going to go with him and he'll be fine. And he's like, what, what the fuck? Because it's a it's a guy. Who are you talking to? Yeah, my friend, he's dead. <laughs> he just kind of walks over and sees that she's talking to this desiccated corpse. And he's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here now. Yeah, he, he takes off. He leaves her there. And again, she puts something on his wrist that he and he, so he goes back to his bunker, his house. And he's trying to get this. <laughs> he's trying to get this thing off. And then for the first of like a hundred goddamn times in this movie, he knocks himself unconscious (laughs) it happens every five fucking minutes i swear to god he's definitely got to have some severe brain damage by the end of this thing for how many times he gets knocked out that that's a trope i don't like constantly knocking him out in order to transition but from scene to scene yes and having a flashback every time he gets knocked out yeah all right yeah i'll give you that it's not a great trope i can understand unfolding the story that way because it is a storytelling device that is tried and true but it's not a great one so i'll give you that it didn't bother me but i get how it would well i was reading the maze runner books i read the i read the the initial maze runner trilogy and i'm pretty sure the whole the whole third book is just him passing out and having (laughs) and having dreams the whole fucking time And I'm like, are we doing this again? Again? Dreams are kind of the worst storytelling device possible because anyone who's actually had a dream, which is most people, <laughs> know that dreams don't work like that. Yeah, There's no kind uh, yeah. of coherent narrative to a dream. Well, yeah, the first book was real good. It was real, lots of action, lots of good stuff, Like, kind of like the first movie, which I thought was actually okay as far as like young adult, those kinds of movies go. And then the second book yeah, got no, a little worse. Yeah, no, I thought worse. it was damn good as those go. And then the third book got even worse. And the second movie movie got way fucking worse and i never saw the third one because of that i didn't think the second movie was bad i didn't think it was as good as the first one but i didn't think it was bad but i i still haven't seen the third one because i i started the trilogy with my daughter and then we were going to watch it together and then she just went and watched it on her own now she never wants to watch it together and i don't really want to watch it on my own you don't need to watch it it's fine i assume i never <laughs> i didn't watch the third one i know that the main the, the main kid almost died fucking filming it though so that's fun or something i don't know he got hurt sometime during production i don't know if it was because of the production or what we're gonna cut back to we're we're gonna cut to cowboy and friends frederick and his friends are like hanging out i say hanging out but they're really i don't know what the fuck they're doing oh (laughs) one of the guys is like so how are we gonna how are we gonna get get your brother or whatever and he's like well you need a plan if you have a plan you've already like halfway one or something and they're like okay so what's the plan he's like i'm gonna go take a piss that's the plan that's the plan he goes to pee then the other guy stands like right next to him in his man bubble and he clearly is not comfortable with that frederick is just (laughs) like he grabs him by the shoulder and pushes him all the way to the outside of the bubble as we're watching them pee in the background we see a bunch of 
fucking assholes on bikes show up and hold all they, they grab all the all of his friends and we get a good look at them at the mask guy i said the cool mask and saw hand guy but his name is skeletron yes no tie-in to terraria for those interested i don't know what that means what's terraria is a video game it's sort of like 2d minecraft and one of the bosses in the game is called skeletron no tie-in just a reference that doesn't make sense to people who've never played that game it's not supposed to make sense because i don't think it's supposed to be a reference i don't think those (laughs) people had any idea that skeletron was a thing or they probably would have named him something different the friend peeing next to him i call him the friend because i don't know their fucking names he dies real (laughs) real bad he gets a fucking one of those saw blades shot right through him and this is your first this is your first dose of real because they cut away from that fucking head smashing thing don't they yes yeah they when when frederick's brother gets his head smashed we don't see it we just see the hammer going in and like they cut right before it hits him with this no such luck <laughs> it's uh, this is where i'm like oh again i'm like oh it's this kind of movie and blood is just gushing out of this dude's fucking stomach or chest or whatever it's just going like they have a fucking pressure washer back there <laughs> spraying this fucking blood all over the place it's spraying up out of his chest into into frame and then he falls straight back and it kind of arcs up and then after it comes the stream of piss <laughs> oh yeah after it and so we get the blood followed immediately by the stream of piss going up into the air so yeah it's that kind of movie uh yeah uh and then that scene's over for a minute and we get we cut right back to we don't know it's part of the flashback i guess the flashback sort of comes in these increments where we see the same thing over again until we finally get to the whole thing and then we wake up and apple is in the bunker her name is apple by the way we we will don't learn that yet but we'll learn it in a minute he's he's getting pissed she's touching all of his shit just being weird and apple it should be noted is an android which we also don't know but she but he the middle yeah he doesn't know that yet but i i I just thought that was funny she's an she's an android named apple oh yeah oh (laughs) an android named apple i did at the very least get the apple computer reference but i didn't really think of the that part that's fun she also grabs the cylinder off a shelf and he freaks out a little and he's like don't fucking touch that put that back she's literally touching everything going like "Ooh, what's this this is cool what's this thing and she gets to a little too close to him and he tells her about the manly bubble he's like it's my manly bubble you're in my bubble she's like "Ooh, what's that well he gets mad at her because she touches the cylinder that cylinder and the cylinder is full of his viewmaster Mm -hmm. discs his viewmaster, we come to learn later, was given to him by his mother, and it's obviously very important to him. I was building to that. God damn oh, it. Sorry. You fucking fucked it up, but that's okay. That way it doesn't have to be a goddamn mystery anymore. Fine. You failed to highlight how upset he was about it because it was his viewmaster thing. <sighs> we don't know that yet. Fail. I quit. We're done. I get. I guess that's true. I. I guess I didn't really think about that. We don't know yet that it's his viewmaster thing. You've ruined everything. She's really. She's convinced that he needs. That he's her new best friend. She needs to be his best yes. friend. And yes, <laughs> she's totally the comes on ridiculously yeah. too strong girl, and he is totally the lonely nerd who just immediately goes for it oh yeah he's he, he he decides to let her stay but i like the line where she's she's like oh i found you with the with the bracelet thing and he's like oh cool uh how do i get it off she's like oh 
you just don't. Well, it's not. <laughs> she doesn't even say. She doesn't even hesitate about it that way. She's like, yeah. "Oh, you just don't." He's he's getting ready to like go scavenging, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm gonna go scavenging," and she he, she's like, "Oh, can I come?" And he's like, "No," because she doesn't have a bike. But then that's when we see that she's like, "Oh, the fucking the pegs," and then doing one of the hardest things in the fucking world, riding with somebody on your bike on the back. I could never do that. <laughs> And she is not an easy person to ride with. I'll tell you what, I would have lost my shit well before he <laughs> even pauses to be like, look, can we just talk about the rules here? Because she she is just, she's holding on to his shoulders and she's like, woo, woo, like every single foot of the way. She's just howling with excitement about being on that bike. And it's, it's adorable that she's so exuberant and enthusiastic, <laughs> but at the same time, I would want to rip their fucking face off if somebody did that to me yeah so he throws a couple rules at her and it's like always have water safe zone always have your wheels ready and then she hesitates for a second he just looks at her and makes her get on the fucking bike because that means having your fucking wheels ready and then he says avoid all people especially the evil looking ones and then she says i'm lucky you didn't avoid me (laughs) and then he goes like i had a choice and then she gives him this just assault hug from behind and then we cut back to the cowboy guy, Frederick, and he's tied to a chair. Zeus is there, and Skeletron is there, and there's it's like two blender blades, and they're going. And then he's like, oh, something about arm wrestling. This is the arm wrestling guy. And he's like, it's not just blades, though. It's blades and fire. And then, oh, fire spits out of these fucking blades, and then it dies immediately, and he gets real pissed. Zeus does. <laughs> So basically, for the listener who hasn't seen this, because we have so many of those, he's taken two blenders and denuded them of their cup. So it's just the blender motor and then the blade like that's it and those are there in place of the branding irons that they used in the city for the arm wrestling stoppers now it's blades and then he's like and fire and then these huge this huge gout of flame comes out of it but then just immediately dies (laughs) i know that feeling it's like my boner (laughs) oh middle age sucks up and down oh But Frederick doesn't actually get around to arm wrestling because he talks a little shit and then he he makes like he's going to arm wrestle Skeletron because Skeletron is set up right across from him like they're going to arm wrestle. But instead of arm wrestling, he grabs Skeletron and makes like he's going to arm wrestle and then pulls him in close and punches him and then elbows the guy to his left and grabs the bald guy to his right, who, like I said, is one of the directors and jams his face in the whirring blender blade. And then Skeletron cut, and then, cuts off his fucking hand. No, no. And then he grabs Zeus. Oh, yeah. And uh, or no, he punches at Zeus. But Zeus grabs his fist out of the air and just holds it there. And he's like, you think I didn't see that coming? And then here comes Skeletron. <laughs> yeah. Zoop. And suddenly the arm wrestler doesn't have an arm. Oh, no. Well, doesn't have a hand. Doesn't have a hand. The one the one armed. Does he call him the one handed arm wrestler or the one armed arm wrestler later? I can't remember. But I know right after that because he because he made this jab at Zeus when 
Zeus said, you think I didn't see that? I've got eyes everywhere. Oh, yeah. And the arm wrestler says, from where I'm standing, it looks like you've only got one. And then right after Skeletron cuts off his fists, he's like, I'll kill you. I'm going to strangle you with my bare hands. And he says, from where I'm standing, it looks like you've only got one. This is definitely a blink and you miss it movie. Oh, yeah. Um, there is a lot going on and it's coming at you rapid fire. It's like Cleopatra coming at you. Like yeah, that's Brandon a, Lee. That's a fuck. Nah, I, I, I prefer Cleopatra. They're uh, they were a girl group from the early 2000s. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was not aware of them. And their big hit song was Cleopatra coming at you. I don't remember the melody or anything, but I remember those words. Yeah, that's hmm. the thing. Anyways, never heard of them. We cut back to the kid and uh, and Apple and the new rule is no hugging while riding. But he's like, we as can- you would after because it looked like he crashed after. <laughs> yeah. that ride they didn't show it but he was going off screen like a crash was imminent and then he's like okay so we need to get you a helmet so they stop by this car and this guy has a helmet on he goes to grab the helmet it this guy i say it's a fucking skeleton (laughs) former guy yeah he goes to grab it, but there's a snake in the helmet, and he freaks out like a little bitch. There's a snake in my helmet. <laughs> she puts it on, no problem. She doesn't give a shit. Because she's a robot. She can't get poisoned. Yeah, but we don't know that yet. The The new rule is always carry a weapon, and if you don't have one, make one. So he pulls out this broken baseball bat, and then he's like, let's see. Let's see what we can find. And then he pulls out this fucking lawn gnome, and he, <laughs> it's it's a lawn gnome, a baseball bat, and duct tape, and he puts it together, and it's a, it's a gnome bat. And then she's like, this is my gnome stick and raises it up to the sky. There's the army of darkness <laughs> reference. She's so enthusiastic. I love it. Apple is practicing her, her gnome stick swing and the kid is drawing a pair. I guess he's drawing like a picture of her that we'll see later. And she is like, Hey, uh, <laughs> I don't even know how this fucking, they're like talking and she just like pokes him and she's like, tag, you're it. Yeah. Apple doesn't really need a reason for the things she does. She's just kind of always playing a game that only she is aware of. And for a second, the kid's like, um, what the fuck? But she seems so happy. It's infectious. A little smile comes across his face and he gets up and starts chasing her around. The it's, things a lonely guy will do for a cute girl. It's pretty fucking cute, man. And we <laughs> we cut to like sometime later and he's all tired and shit. His hands are on his knees and she like gets down next to him and does the exact same thing and starts breathing just like him. <laughs> is this where he says, do you ever get tired? And she says, no, uh, that's, that's when our first clue that something is up. He looks at her and goes, hey, you want to see something cool? She's like, I always want to see something cool. She also has crazy eyes. And then he pulls out his penis. No. Yeah. But it's this his, isn't that movie. It's his view master and it's yep. on his neck. So, and she grabs it and he's I'm like, dude, just take it off your fucking neck and she won't like strangle you with it. Which he eventually does. I only realized the second time through what a big leap of trust that was for him. Oh, to yeah. For his yeah. view master. I noticed that because obviously, but they're friends at this point. And that that was kind of his declaration of love because it's right after that that he tries to go in for the kiss the first time. Yeah, it happens like right here. Almost. Almost. It's that. It's that thing. And this is where the pictures of dinosaurs come in and she's like oh it's a t-rex and he's like yeah uh lots of the big animals they died kind of like us probably and i'm like dude again she knows what a fucking dinosaur is he's the guy who he's been working on these lines for so long and never gotten a chance to use them that at this point they're not even a conversation it's just a recital and this is where he you know she's all into it and he's all into it and they almost kiss but the samurai guy i guess he throws a net over her and she's like run that's right (laughs) the fourth storm i called him (laughs) the fourth storm (laughs) what is he that's what he looks like is he dust (laughs) i guess (laughs) 
Acid rain. There you go. Um, Apple tells him to run, and he fucking runs, but he doesn't really run. He fucking rides his bike away. And then we get a little bike chase. I was kind of hoping for more thunder in your heart, but we did not get that. Although later on, I did not realize this until my son, who was watching it with me, told me. During the chase sequence when Skeletron is chasing him and Apple, the song they're playing is called Turbo Killer. Oh, fun. Which is... Which is appropriate because Skeletron is trying to kill Turbo Kid. So the kid, like, crashes. The samurai fucking almost gets him, but he he crashes and he lands on this. It looks like a trap door kind of thing. And he stands up and he, like, I don't know if he hears it creaking or something, but then he looks down and immediately it just opens up and he falls through. And then the samurai guy, he goes, he he goes and looks around. Apparently he didn't see that part, even though he was right behind him. Did you know? No, he wasn't behind it because, because remember, um, he kind of ran him off the road and then he took a left. So he spun out to the left and then he would have had to circle back around. So the kid had like a moment down in this ditch during which he fell through the trap. Along comes acid rain and, uh, can't find him. When, when he falls down in there it's like this weird bunker thing but it's not really a bunker but you know what it does have it has one of those cool things those like electric balls that you'll find at like spencers and shit and his first instinct is to walk right up to it and touch it which doesn't seem like the best idea well it turns out to be a great idea because it, it turns on the power in the ship it does and then somebody's talking on a, on a on a recording and i don't know it must be like before or during the apocalypse yeah uh the impression that i got uh, again from looking at the turbo what was it turbo rider comic books is that the turbo rider comic books were sort of um captain america style war propaganda and that turbo rider is basically one of these super soldiers for the military yeah it does say on the back of the comic book join the army yeah and it shows a a real life picture of turbo rider so he actually finds a turbo rider in the cockpit of this ship and on the vid screen is this general person or someone like that telling him that he's humanity's last hope he gets very excited he ends up pulling the fucking corpse out of this thing like i'm like dude why didn't you just change into the clothes in there you gotta have a gear up sequence hello i know you could have had a gear up sequence in there so but i get it i get it and i do love my gear up sequences he takes the clothes and the and the armor and stuff he goes to put the guy's helmet on and i don't know what his deal is with other people's helmets but he like takes the helmet and throws it away and puts his own helmet on yes he decides to keep his helmet oh and he sees something it's called the turbo glove but it's a fucking power glove. That's exactly what it is. It is totally a power glove. And for the first time ever, a power glove is actually useful. Hey, the power glove works if you're playing Rad Racer. No, it fucking doesn't. I had a power glove and it didn't work for shit. Well, the angry video game nerd got it to work. God damn it. Well, the angry video game nerd wasn't nine years old in 1988 <laughs> when the power glove came out. Yes, he was. Or 10 years older. He whatever was a, it was. He's he's your age, man. <clears throat> yeah, but he didn't have a power glove back then. I pretty much guarantee it because I was the only kid who had <laughs> a fucking power glove back in those days in the entire world <laughs> yes i was the only one <laughs> god damn it i was the only one i knew i didn't know anybody and you know what there's a glove. reason the power glove fucking sucked hey 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 what's that kid's name in the wizard it's so bad <laughs> i love the power glove it's so bad he accidentally like shoots something out of the power glove the turbo glove sorry sorry and it blows up a bunch of rocks and it looks really cool and then he does a weird pose and i'm trying to figure out what it is is it mega man that pose that he does yes yes i think it's mega man with the with a glove raised in the air yeah kind of standing so i love mega man oh those games are hard fuck 
Yes, they are. He's going to go rescue Apple, though. He's got to. He's got to rescue Apple. Of course. But the samurai guy is there, though. And I said, oh, shit. But something really fucking cool happens right here. So it's like a little it's like a <laughs> little mini face off. So they're looking at each other. And then the samurai guy raises his robot hand and he go, he shoots it at, at the kid. And it's like attached to a chain. But then the kid fires the fucking turbo glove and he blows this motherfucker up. And all that's left is his like robot <laughs> chain hand. He just liquefies him. Uh, keep in mind, though, by the way, that it only had the the turbo glove only had two power cells or whatever we want to fucking call that. When he shoots the guy and liquefies him, I was in the bathroom <laughs> during my second watch, with which was with my son, and from the living room, I just hear, "What the fuck." <laughs> <laughs> That's another moment that made me laugh. I laughed real hard because it was so unexpected and it was just so funny. So we cut back to Zeus's fortress and Frederick and Apple are in the pool. And I said, with some rando, it's some one of his friends, maybe. I don't know. Zeus talks about how much it, water is in the human body. This is fucked up. Yeah, it turns out uh, Zeus is running a juice bar. I was going to say, he made a human juicer. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah, if if, if he gotta. Uh, I mean, if it, if it was possible to, you know, easily separate the, the water from the blood and like and tissue like that, then yeah, you know, you know future technology. And he's he's just given a big villain. He's monologuing, of course, because that's what, that's what villains do. Big time, big then, time. The kid shows up and he's like, stop. And somebody's like, and then Michael Ironside, Zeus is like, did somebody just fucking tell me to stop? What the hell is that? Who the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Not, he didn't quite say it well, like the that. Well, fu- the <laughs> The funny thing is, going back to that, during his monologue, he's got this whole thing, you know, who protects you? And all the guys in the crowd are like, Zeus! And then he's like, who feeds you? Zeus! And who keeps you bloody entertained? And at this point, Apple, in the pool, about to get murdered, is so enthusiastic about what's going on, she chants right along with him, Zeus! (laughs) And then, of course, Frederick is in the pool next to her, and he's just like, shut the fuck up. You just see him shaking his head. <laughs> the kid shows up and he's like, I'm going to fight for these people. And he's like, yeah, are you? He's like, because I'm a superhero. And then everybody laughs. And he's like, what is your superpower? And then he goes this. And then he points the fucking glove at Zeus. But nothing happens. Again, much like my penis. Well, <laughs> well <laughs> the little blue, <laughs> speaking of, the little blue ball <laughs> of light starts to glow at the at the tip of the glove and then michael ironside sort of stiffens and gets this oh fuck what did i do look on his face but then it just peters out and he's like oh well, that was a little disappointing wasn't it he tells the people to throw him in the pool and they're like in the pool so that that's the big pool thing that frederick's brother died in earlier and you know i was actually thinking about it and what a great place to put your juicer because you can always just sop up the gore from the bottom of the pool where's it going nowhere it's a pool i mean there's there should be a drain in there once they're all in the pool together zeus essentially says like uh okay these these guys are gonna fucking kill you guys all right but frederick makes a plan he's making a plan with him he's like all right you're gonna go after this guy you're gonna go after this guy you're gonna go after this guy and he's like you're just gonna take that thing and you're gonna hit him oh by the way the kid brought her her fucking gnome stick so that's very important yes it it was very important it was very clearly important to apple as well that he brought it it was like that was the moment when she was like he really is my friend yes and then he's like you're gonna take that you're gonna 
hit that guy in the face as hard as you can and she's like she says something i don't remember what it was but it's mostly it's mostly surprising because as soon as he's like you're gonna go do this she's like (laughs) right and waits no for no further instructions and just runs up to the guy that that frederick pointed out to her and she's just like bam knocks him in the head bam right on top of just hammering him with this gnome stick and then we get a cool little action scene where a lot lots of dumb shit happens that random guy has a little knife and he runs but he trips and he stabs himself in the face with it (laughs) and i'm like clearly that's an important character he goes out like a rando too uh oh you um, gotta walk me through this because now i forgot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the kid, after the guy who Apple was fighting jumps up and kind of knocks her out, he turns on the kid and he throws this like razor blade boomerang thing at him. And oh, yeah. the kid knocks that out of the way with his, uh, what's that blade called? I think it's called a Tonto blade or something like that. They're from like, looks like a boomerang to me. They're from like, the, they're from East Asia. I don't know exactly where, but you know, somewhere in like the, the Thailand, Malaysia area, you know, so, somewhere like that. And, uh, he run, he runs at him and just fucking slices his head right in half with it. Oh yeah. Is that the part where it spins? And, yeah. His helmet is like, oh no, no, or is that no, later? But, that first time he slices he slices the guy no no yeah it is the one where it spins that's right he slices the guy's head in half and the top half spins around on top of the bottom half and after i saw that i'm just i'm again i'm laughing because it's fucking ridiculous like there's no there's nothing to take seriously here oh no absolutely not this is this is clearly not taking place in the real world this is most obviously a an absurd hyper reality and then yeah then it gets very violent and basically our crew of heroes comes out on top against all odds and the only one still alive is the is the guy with the giant hammer who the kid throws his little hammer boomerang that he makes early at at the (laughs) beginning of the movie and smacks him right between the eyes and knocks him out and then they're like we won now let us go and he says no go fuck yourself but he also has a gun yep then he busts out his gun and he's like well that's that and he shoots apple right in the chest yep and apple apple goes down and it made me sad because i liked her a lot it made me sad because you didn't know at the at the time but then oh seriously i felt a little piece of me die what the fuck like you can't kill that character that soon good lord it definitely would have seemed in keeping with the level of absurdity that this and the total irreverence uh for human life that this movie (laughs) has embraced to kill her off that early but at the same time i was like oh just hurt yeah that was that was rough She's uh, so adorable but then the turbo glove is charged now yeah and the the hammer guy grabs him from grabs turbo kid from behind and <laughs> yeah. uh yep <laughs> and he swings over his shoulder and hits the guy in the face with his turbocharged fist and just liquefies his entire upper half it's beautiful and then <laughs> guess what happens right after that apple just fucking pops up like nothing goddamn happened and then skeletron shoots a saw blade at turbo kid just as he's about to shoot zeus with the turbo glove yeah and, and something blows up i'm not sure exactly what it was but well something it, blows it, up the 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 flying saw blade ends up deflecting the power or excuse me the turbo glove so that it shoots <laughs> the juicer instead of zeus and the the juicer fucking blows like did he oh he did it he did hit the, the juicer didn't he what the fuck why didn't i pick that up because i'm a fucking asshole that's why and then in the smoke and confusion they all escape and then zeus says he wants them dead with their heads on pikes yes he does that is exactly what zeus wants and then we get another flashback 
This time Zeus and Skeletron are both there. Ooh, but Zeus has both of his eyes. But that's, so that's we know it's in the past. Yes. And that's all you get there for that one. And guess what? The fucking kid is unconscious again. <laughs> And we didn't even see him get knocked out this time. No, he just must have passed out somewhere. You know, he wakes up and he's like, where, where are we? And she's like, oh, we're we're on a couch. We're, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're on are, a couch. In the middle of a field. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Because this happens again and he's being driven around. So I got I got them confused. But yeah, they're on a couch. Just a couch. Mm-hmm. And Apple sees the drawing that he made of her. And he's like, she's like, That's me. And he's she's all excited. And you'd think he'd get all irritated, but he's he's with her at this point. He's their best friends now, officially. Yep. And then he realizes Apple got shot. He comes to a realization first that Zeus is the guy that ended up killing his parents. Because, yes. Yeah. But then he realizes, hey, wait, you got shot. What the fuck's going on? And then you see like the little flickering bullet hole and he's like, oh shit, you're a robot. He gets up and he's freaked out because robots are supposed to be evil. And she's like, and she, she does this thing where she like pretends to go all nuts kind of. And she gets the crazy eyes and she walks up to him really slowly like she's going to do something. And then she pokes him and goes, tag, you're it. She's so fucking he's like, cute. Oh, I can't stay scared of you. You're too adorable and then he goes and plays tag with her yep but they're riding again and she like shuts down for a second yeah and we get another we get it we get another video game reference these are this is a zelda reference i believe because she's losing hearts she has a little wrist thing and it has hearts and they look like zelda hearts he's like what what'll happen if you lose all your hearts and she's like oh i'll power down and he's like so you'll die and she's like yeah i guess she's very upbeat about it yeah and early earlier we missed we missed the line where they're talking and he's like oh i'm sorry about your friend and she's like oh don't be he's dead yeah if you can compartmentalize things like that (laughs) lucky she's not wrong lucky her they run into the bar guy they run into bagu and he's like uh no i'm not fucking helping you like i don't care what kind of shit you've gotten yourself into oh well they need to find her oh yeah they need to find like a, yeah, a new body or some a way kind to of, charge herself it's an item that is part of her circulatory system yes. or something like that that needs to be replaced and so basically they're like look we need a new one of these and bag is like why the fuck would i help you yeah and he literally says like i don't care what kind of shit you've gotten yourself into i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna not and he's like somebody pissed off zeus and the cowboy's gone and she's like oh that was us <laughs> and then he's really not wanting to help him <laughs> yeah it was it was but pretty, pretty funny the kid is like come on bro it's me bro come on and then he's like all right well what are you gonna do for me she gives him like a bracelet headband thing what is that it's the headband she's been wearing the whole movie so he he's like all right and so he tells them where they can find the robot graveyard, which is where they should be able to find a part for her. <laughs> the robot cemetery. Like he whispers it. He's like, you're going to find the robot cemetery. So she can't hear. It. <laughs> he, he, he's like, that's where you'll find. And then he kind of looks back at her like like he's checking like like a white guy about to tell a black joke. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, robot cemetery. They take that. They're like, thanks. And then as they ride away, uh, the kid goes, hey, uh, the water, it's people. <laughs> And the guy's like, oh, fucking shit. And then he takes a sip and he kind of sniffs it. And he still, he, he puts it back on his cart and he's keeping it. Oh, speaking of which, um, did you notice earlier in the movie the cereal she brought? Oh. Did you see that? Yeah. Okay. I forgot about that and I forgot to write it down, but where the fuck are they getting cereal? The cereal is called Soleil Vert, which means green sun. But, you know, Soleil is very similar to Soylent and Vert <laughs> means green. Oh, yep. <laughs> well, and I thought... Uh, I, so there's there's technically there's two Soylent Green references. The water yes. is people, and so is the cereal. Apparently, apparently, because it's not green colored. Huh. That's fun. When he I eats like it. it, it's brown. 
<laughs> Ew. How do I know you didn't poison this? She's like, friends don't poison each other. By the way. I'm on a little strong there, Apple. Yeah, no shit, right? Apple shuts down hard and she falls over when they're riding. But that that's all of that. And we cut back to Begu's cart and it essentially breaks down his cart, his bike. It And he's got a flat tire. Yeah, everyone <laughs> rides bikes in this world. This is BMX Bandits universe. The superior BMX movie, of course. Bullshit. <laughs> Have you watched it? Rad is the superior movie. I, I assure you. I never finished it. I know Rad is Rad is I'm not saying fucking BMX movie, man. I'm not saying that BMX Bandits isn't fun. It is, but it's no Rad. Skeletron shows up though. That's going to that's going to happen a lot cuz Skeletron always shows up and the kid always passes out and Apple always shuts down. So that's half that's half this Indeed. podcast just me repeating those words over and over again. Yes, there's going to be a lot of all those things. Uh we cut back to Apple and the kid and she wakes up she only has seven and a half hearts left. Which, by the way, okay, it's nighttime now. She loses seven of those seven and a half hearts over over the course from middle of the night till morning. Yeah, I noticed that. I don't really know i do you think it was because of because she ate i don't know yeah because that's never really explained it just kind of she just does yeah they they never really explain how she's losing the hearts i mean or or what the rate is you know like it's not well established so anyway uh yeah but she she is losing hearts and she explains that to the kid you know she's like well as long as i have hearts i'm okay but once they're gone i'm gonna be in trouble let's get to one of my favorite references in the in the entire movie oh big surprise surprise the karate kid reference is your favorite <laughs> so they're sitting around like something they're they're sitting around they're talking they're eating and he's like you have some pretty sweet fighting skills and she's like oh, do you want a lesson like she's not asking like hey she's essentially saying i'm gonna give you a lesson you want a lesson come on let's i'll teach you <laughs> and she's like the three things you have to know uh about fighting strike first strike hard no mercy and then <laughs> She fucking punches him in the eyes and the throat and then kicks him in the balls. And as she's doing it, she goes, eyes, throat, genitals. And then she explains to him, she's like, strike first, take your opponent by surprise, (laughs) you know, like this, like I did. Then she's like, strike hard. Remember the three weak points of the human body, eyes, throat, (laughs) genitals, and show no mercy. And she's like, that was fun. And he's like, I'm glad it was for you. Meanwhile, he's crouched on the ground, like giving her a thumbs up, like, just please don't hit me again. You know what I caught about the next reference? It's a Lion King reference. They're doing they're doing Lion King when they're they're laying down under the stars and they're talking about, oh, when when people die, they they become they go up in the into the sky and become stars. And she's like, oh, I just thought that, you know, the stars were balls of gas. And that's because, you know, space and stuff. (laughs) No, what he says is, do you know where the stars came from? And she goes, yes. And then she. She explains where the stars came from and then he's like no that that's not what i was gonna say yeah so it's it's like the lion king again of. right back to what i was saying these are not conversations to him these are well recited monologues he's clearly done this before in preparation for saying it to a girl yep and they almost kiss but she pukes on him yes which i thought was a great turnaround i would have been okay with them doing the you know the false start kiss throughout the movie like they did and then getting to that final kiss if in that moment she'd have pulled back and been like what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) you know like really just shut him down then i would have been okay with it oh yeah we can't do that we're friends i'm not into you that way that would have been a great way to close it we're gonna cut back to zeus's fortress bagu is tied to a chair oh yes you like you like the scene (laughs) the exercise cycle (laughs) 
Uh, and there's a bike attached to his intestines. Yes, a little a little link of intestines is sticking out of his stomach with a hook through it that is strapped to the rear wheel of this bicycle. As Zeus is inter- interrogating him, he's like, you know where these people are? He's like, no, I don't know where they are. Skeletron starts pedaling a little bit. This basically gives him a tug, not a hard pull, yeah. just a tug, just enough to let him know what's in store for him. <laughs> he rolls over on him and he tells Zeus where they are. And he's like, you're going to let me go, right? You're going to like help me put these back? And Zeus is like, no, do you know how fucking long it took me to set this up <laughs> and then he's like he's like this this took a really long time to get ready i'm sure you'll understand <laughs> and then he taps skeletron on the back and he just starts going yeah it was a pretty good one it was pretty gross and, and then it. when that happened when that happened my son kind of leans kind of just not i don't even know if he was saying it to me he just kind of says <laughs> well in fairness that would have taken a long time to set up <laughs> <laughs> pretty fucked up now we cut back to apple and the kid again now skeletron is outside I guess her heart thing keeps beeping and they 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 do escape they they see that he's out there and I don't know how the fuck he misses them but no he, because her heart thing isn't beeping yet right and she she wakes the kid up and is like signaling to him to be quiet because Skeletron and one of the one of the other nefarious fellas is outside and this building isn't exactly enclosed it's got like the whole one wall of it is exposed to the elements but that's not the side Skeletron is on he's on the side that has a wall between them and then as Skeletron is walking by the window where he doesn't see them because he doesn't turn and look directly in, all of a sudden her heart monitor starts beeping because she's down to half heart. And then it's like, all right, time to time to get the fuck out of Dodge. Uh, but we get another little bike chase. And then he uses Again, the- to the tune of Turbo Killer. Is it that? I'm... I'm gonna have to check that out though. I did kind of like the weird synthy music they had going on. That's what my son said. I don't know. I haven't actually verified this. That's just what he said. All the music is done by uh, Lematos, who I don't know who that is, but they did the music for Summer of '84, which is also directed by this same collective. Yes, and um, I still, and I've never seen that, and I want to. The soundtrack for that movie is fantastic, and the soundtrack for this movie is fantastic too. Summer of '84, I definitely recommend. It's really good I it's think, a it's a good twist on the basically kids dealing with a slasher motif i need a good slasher movie because that last slasher movie we watched was not good not good at all but you know what's good turbo kid turbo kid's kind of fucking awesome especially right now when he uses the turbo glove to fuck up the two henchmen that came with skeletron because he just he's, liquefies yeah, them on their bikes awesome where's this video game this would have made a great video game like a, <laughs> when he shoots the legs off that off that one guy my son <laughs> just goes that's a violation of the geneva convention <laughs> yeah this would have made a great like 2d side scrolling kind of game back in the day yeah it would have i agree so skeletron shoots where's up- our turbo kid retro video game oh dude i know they have fucking jay and silent bob mall brawl that would work get the same people to do that come on indie developers apple's head gets bladed off because skeletron shoots one of his saw blades at them and it literally yep. just knocks her fucking head and- off which is sad so that's the second time she dies <laughs> and then the kid goes after it like a football <laughs> Yeah, he jumps off the... Does he jump off the bridge or does he get pushed? Or is it a bridge? Whatever, he jumps. No, he jumps. Yeah. He jumps to catch her head and falls off the bridge. And it looks like when the, when he gets down to the ground, it's like green and shit. There's all there's a bunch of gas and stuff, but there's also dinosaurs. Pee-wee's Big Adventure? I doubt it. There's just dinosaurs. It looks like fallout radiation. It you does. Know, meaning the yes. game. Green, gassy radiation that floats around in the air and you can see. We're at the fucking robot well, we cemetery. haven't quite made it there yet. We haven't quite made it there yet because he got knocked out again 
again, oh, and now he's sake. lying at the base of the bridge with Apple's head. Yeah. Well, wait, no, he doesn't pass out yet. He doesn't get knocked out yet. He he finds the robot cemetery first and puts Apple's head no, onto he a got random knocked robot out in the, because He got knocked out in the fall, and then he woke up again, and then Apple's head is there, and she's like, don't feel bad. You're my best friend I ever had. And then he's like, don't die on me, and he carries her head, but he's like, you know, getting poisoned by the fumes of whatever that shit, that green shit is. Yeah, I don't and think... Then I don't think he actually passed out because we didn't get a flashback. We didn't get a flashback, <laughs> but he was unconscious. Like, he clearly wakes up. We get a flashback in, like, two minutes, though. That's true. Fucking that's, not even. That's a subsequent passing out. Fine. He wakes up. I don't care. Fuck it. Who cares? He's in the gas. He has her head. And he fucking... <laughs> robot cemetery. He puts it on a random robot body. He Her head. Apple's head, by the way. Not his, like, dick. Not it. Then he passes out for real this time yes because he does have a flashback this time but this one goes we we get to see the whole flashback this time yep this is this is the one this is the big one this is the only one you really needed to see so let's talk about it so the kid is like peeking out from behind some barrels or some shit and the mom and the dad are just kind of hanging out skeletron shows up and he has a chair he dusts it off for zeus to sit in and zeus Zeus has both of his eyes at this point he does have both of his eyes and he's like i want that's how far in the past it is yeah Ooh. he's like i want i want water i just you know can't you can't you give me some water and then you know he gets the water and then well he says to him he's like oh you don't need that hammer don't worry i promise you all i'm looking for is a cup of water i i know my friend looks intimidating but yes all we're looking for is a cup of water. See, you have such a better memory than I do about some things. And even I, even though I'm taking notes, I'm like, hey, bare bones, this happens and this happens. I don't remember like words and stuff. I remember everything in a Michael Ironside voice. So Michael Ironside lines tend to come to me more readily. It's a little weird when I'm doing a female character, though, because I remember them in a Michael Ironside voice as well. That's actually kind of hot. That's what I jerk off to. <laughs> hot ladies with michael ironside's voice yeah he always he has such a weird cadence when he talks <laughs> yes he does like he's he is the perfect bad guy and his mouth has always moved weird the very first michael ironside movie i ever showed my son was scanners specifically because there's a scene in scanners where they're watching have you seen scanners i saw the first like 20 minutes of it and then i stopped watching because i didn't feel like it but i'm gonna go back to it soon i think okay well in scanners there's a sequence where they're showing michael ironside's character from a previous interview an interview that took place before the movie you know and in it he's supposed to be young and he's he's supposed to be younger than he is you know and i don't just mean you know like a few days or weeks i mean like it's supposed to have taken place like five years earlier or something like that and in it he's sort of this character who's at a snapping point and has drilled a hole in their head to try and let out the to try and get the bad thoughts out you know and michael ironside's acting in that scene is so fucking good it's 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 crazy like he's so believable and so like he's still playing a psychotic character you know but he's really like it's the realest character i've ever seen him play and then everything he's done since then is sort of this heightened campy character and i think that's just because like it might be like nicholas cage syndrome where nicholas <laughs> cage you know he did leaving las vegas where he was like all right i'm gonna do one movie naturalistically and realistically and see how that goes and then he's like okay i'm done with that i'm never doing that that again and so now he he plays everything like really really weird i i think michael ironside might have done that because he clearly is capable of really good naturalistic acting but he doesn't do it and i don't think it's because he can't i think it's because he doesn't want to yeah maybe even as a kid though i was always like i wonder if he's a nice guy 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he keeps getting gigs with the same people, so you would think that he must be pleasant to work with in that capacity because the same people keep hiring him over and over again. Well, yeah, that, that would do it. Like, he's worked with Paul Verhoeven a bunch, I think. Oh, yeah. Man, if he was in Showgirls, that would have been a different movie. <laughs> That, yeah, that would have been a whole different level of creepiness to that movie. But he's the Jesse Spano character. Is he in Showgirls? No. Oh, wait, who's Jesse Spano? She's whatever the fuck her name is from Saved by the Bell, who was... Oh, Elizabeth Berkeley. Yeah, her. <laughs> <laughs> now that I would pay to watch. Absolutely. Watching him put ice on his nipples and thrust. <laughs> he's not thrusting hard enough. And then fuck that guy from uh, from Dune in, in the pool. Kyle MacLachlan. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that movie. Oh, God, I want to see that movie. Where's my deep fake? Well, Where's my deep fake of Showgirls starring Michael Ironside? <laughs> they got to do the whole movie, though. Oh, oh. <laughs> So after Michael Ironside gets pissed that they, oh, by the way, they're there. They have the water and it's coming from a water source that he doesn't know where it's from. And he's like, you know, this is on my land. And if you get oh, this we're from in the my flashback, land, yeah, still we're still in the flashback. flashback. If you get it from my <laughs> land, that's just like stealing. So Skeletron dunks the dad's head into the water and he's like drowning or some shit is like a luxury few men can afford or whatever the fuck. See, you remembered the line. I did a little bit. I don't know how. That's my, a great line. Even in shitty fucking movies. He's great. Next Karate oh, Kid is fantastic. terrible. Like, but he's great. Now I need to rewatch that. I didn't know he was in that. Oh, I did, mm. You know, and in the 80s or the 90s, excuse me, in the 90s, I was in full unironic mode, so I couldn't handle Michael Ironside. <laughs> like he, he's he's too, you know, he 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 was too much for me. I, I couldn't handle anything that wasn't supernaturalistic, uh, not supernaturalistic, boring. But super naturalistic. <laughs> yeah, I was boring in the 90s. Who wasn't boring as a teenager? Come on, honestly. I, I was super interesting. <clears throat> what the fuck you're talking about? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so there's a crossbow involved oh, here. But yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the mom, played by Anik something, something, one of the directors, she has a crossbow and she shoots Zeus yep. in the eye and that's how he loses his eye. And I thought it was weird that he just fucking took the arrow and went pop and he popped it right out of his eye. I'm like, what the fuck's with this guy? I feel like he'd be hurting more. She gets bladed too, right in the fucking chest. Yeah, mom gets mom gets a saw blade to the chest. Yep, she's and still hey, alive. you know what? You know what? Because I've called this out before in Sharknado 2, but in this movie they did it right. The saw blades spin the right way. Oh, right. That the thing that I didn't even notice or care and about because and of course I'm fucking paying attention to it. I watched every single time those saw blades started turning. I was like, oh yeah, nope, they got it right. They spun them the right way. And Dad gets bladed, but he dies because that's, that's what kind of asshole I am. Yeah. Dad doesn't just get bladed. Dad gets fucking <laughs> diced. <laughs> He just falls apart like fucking Resident Evil. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, fuck. That's right. Then Michael Ironside has been walking around with a golf club as a cane this whole time also. Yes. So he looks at the kid and he goes, what are you going to do? Give give it your best shot or whatever. And the kid takes his toy gun and points it at him and pulls the trigger. And he's like, yeah, okay, cool. And he's like, run away, kid. Get the fuck out of here. And then Skeletron goes No, he, to, in a way that only Michael Ironside could do well, and scare the living <laughs> shit out of a kid, he grabs his golf club in both hands and just goes, Rah! <laughs> <laughs> and the kid is just like i'm getting the fuck out of here grabs his bike and runs and rides yeah rides i keep doing that too i say he runs off but he doesn't really run off he rides off there's a lot of notes in there where i say they run off but they don't but then michael ironside <laughs> plays golf with the mom's face yep and the rooster tail of blood that shoots up <laughs> from her head 
is fantastic. They don't show her face. No. Well, I just, I wanted to emphasize, they don't show her face when he swings the golf club, but they show just above where the face would be. And man, just a plume of blood follows that golf club's arc and sprays out. Yeah, that's a pretty, that's a pretty rough death for a character that we're supposed to, I think, respect and like. Everybody who dies in this movie gets a pretty rough death with the exception of, well, I don't want to spoil anything. We cut to the kid is in the back in, in like a sidecar on Frederick's bike and he wakes up because he just keeps can't stop fucking passing out I guess Apple didn't make it but the cowboy was there to get a new hand so he rescued the kid and he's like well I, I thought I owed you one also I was there to get a new hand so now the cowboy's got his new arm wrestling arm yep and uh oh it should be noted that the kid dropped his power glove uh turbo oh, glove yes. when he fell off of the bridge yes so he does not have his turbo glove anymore i forgot about that part but yes that's a significant thing because you know he's gonna have to fight on his own without the assistance of the turbo glove that's right because he's got <laughs> the most dangerous weapon of all the heart of a hero oh yeah but he also gets it back i think before he does any real fighting doesn't he no no he he <laughs> does uh he does chop a dude up oh, okay well that remember enough. eyes throat genitals oh, yeah. <laughs> there's also a giant like bomb in the bike with them and it's called the turbo mega blaster and frederick says he's gonna shove it up zeus's ass which, which they never do i was gonna say which doesn't actually happen which is kind of a bummer but then again it's not a trauma movie yeah. so i can't expect that that's true that's true that would have definitely been the trauma route i think they handled it really well it's still ridiculous and delightful <laughs> but i'm not gonna pretend i wasn't a little disappointed we never saw that bomb go up zeus's ass so they run into skeletron and just as he gets there frederick arms the mega blaster the big bomb and the kid's like what the hell are you doing he's like just wait apple we cut to apple and she does wake up so we know we know that apple's coming so that's that's yay happy 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 day well his little wrist thing starts to beep oh yes fuck god damn it details man details and then we cut back to apple and she she powers up and she loves her new body well I love the dress this it's dress. wearing yeah she's so enthusiastic it's so fucking adorable zeus shows up and he d- it does the chair thing again but he also has you know that guy he arm wrestled before with the with the branding irons he has that guy and apparently they're kind of oh well we never really discussed that whole no thing. we didn't they're because they're frenemies, uh I guess. the cowboy <laughs> yeah he had the very first time we meet him the cowboy is facing off against this guy in like a like a some kind of weird skull helmet he calls him bird and i don't know if that's like a cute nickname or if that's actually his name after the cowboy beats him in arm wrestling the guy pulls a knife on him and tries to stab him but he stops him and then chokes him he's like are you gonna play nice and And then then they laugh it off yeah yeah and then they're like (laughs) drinking buddies yeah it's a weird relationship he's like i guess you're buying then i don't know the line leading up to this exactly but the kid says the kid ends up saying let's make it memorable oh yeah well that's where um because we kind of skipped over that part in the flashback zeus is that's where that's where zeus calls out all of his goons and he's basically like all right you want to fight well i came prepared and he kind of does a little hand signal and then all of his goons come out of the woodwork and i mean there's only like 15 of them (laughs) but it's you know 15 against two so the mom in the flashback said let's make it memorable that's when zeus realizes he's like oh shit you're the kid it's not just let's make it memorable because that sounds like a non sequitur if you just throw it no, out no because i can't remember what what lines what lead zeus, up to that yeah what zeus said is your story ends that's here. right thank you and then she said so let's make it memorable and then she shot him in the like with no preamble just <laughs> let's make it memorable she shoots him in the eye with the crossbow yeah. he's like what the fuck <laughs> that's important we need to 
we need to not leave shit like that out me fucking asshole yeah <laughs> so then after calling out all the dudes and being like all right this is this is the end and then turbo kid is like so let's make it memorable and he pulls out his tanto blade or whatever the fuck it's called <laughs> and starts marching forward and then that zeus is like so you're the kid yeah so now final showdown for real this time the biker i call it the biker army even though they're like just riding bmx bikes so you know <laughs> i mean they are <laughs> They are technically bikers. Turbo Kid does go eyes, throat, genitals on a guy. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, no, it's it, he does it just like Apple would have, where him and Frederick are kind of talking. Like Frederick's giving him the rundown. He's and and he he's he's like, uh, I don't know if I can do this. And Frederick says, A man never knows how strong he is until being strong is the only option. And the kid looks it up at him and goes, Really? Is that, really? That, yeah. Is that true? Goes, I don't fucking know, but it sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> and then the kid is and then the kid's like yeah and then he just charges in and runs up to the first guy who has his back turned and just as the guy turns around he goes eyes throat genitals and he slashes him across the eyes splitting his head in half and the whole top of his head just tilts around. back oh, like yeah, a fucking back. pez dispenser and then he goes throat and then it, the rest of his head falls back and then he kicks him in the genitals and then he turns around and he looks at Fred like I don't good didn't i <laughs> and then we get a dude with hammer nunchucks so oh yeah fun. well the, he pulls out the hammers yeah, the little <laughs> and holds them up and it looks like it's the exact same weapon the kid had which is he took two hammers crossed their uh handles over each other and duct taped them together and he holds his weapon up like that and then the kid pulls out his hammers and holds them up and then the guy drops one of the hammers and it turns out hammer nunchucks i kind of want hammer nunchucks they were pretty sweet. That's I mean, pretty awesome. Can't deny it. And then a lot of crazy shit happens over the next like minute or so. Like there's torsos flying onto people's heads and shit. <laughs> it's so fucking over the top. It's like a torso flies onto one guy. Then the bottom half of that guy flies onto the other guy. And it's, it's fucking ridiculous. And they're just walking around like with their arms <laughs> out, like trying to feel for any enemies that might be nearby. But then we get the, we, we never talked about the, we haven't talked about the henchwoman yet. I don't know her name, the character's name. Yeah. Um, I think she's just referred to as female guard. Female guard. Yep. I thought she looked familiar to me, but she doesn't, she doesn't, I cannot figure out like I, she's been in nothing that I've seen. Oh, she was in dark Phoenix. I didn't see dark Phoenix. Fuck. Fuck. X-Men. I didn't either, but she was in it. <laughs> um, let me see if she was in Titans, which I also haven't seen. She was in the terror, which i also haven't seen uh she's in the boys which i also haven't seen she's in arrow which oh. i also haven't seen oh you know what you're looking at you're looking at her stunt stuff oh that's her oh okay well what okay what's yeah, she stunt let double, me go to actress double. okay she's in altered carbon all this stuff is in a queue of mine somewhere altered carbon dark phoenix titans oh she plays cute girl in titans oh hey she was in turbo kid oh hey weird what are the odds huh but uh she <laughs> she ends up going after the kid and she beats the shit out of him a little bit but we'll get back to her because now she doesn't just she doesn't just go after the kid she th- shoves one of the other guys out of the way to go after yes. the kid before anything else really happens skeletron kills that fucking arm wrestling friend and that pisses frederick off real bad yes and then frederick and skeletron 
go mono a mono yes. and the mono bomb a mono i don't know the bomb is a dud by the way the kid like gets his ass kicked a little bit and he falls right next to the bomb but it and it counts to zero and it does not go off yeah he looks like he's going for it like he's gonna like he's gonna use it as a weapon but then it's counting it's like at three two one and he just duck and he decides to duck and cover is the best method he's right next to the fucking bomb i mean you <laughs> and, know <laughs> and it just flashes an error message on the countdown screen yeah. so she comes back up to him and she fucking puts her foot on his throat she's she's gonna choke him out he's gonna he's gonna die he's gonna get and, beat by a girl oh no and as she is killing him in the distance a pink-haired bicycler rounds the bend this time oh. she has a unicorn though um i guess we should have told the listeners that apple has pink hair oh does she i thought it was pinkish blonde there's it's pinkish white white you know. not blonde i think she's a redhead in real life which is awesome i don't know but suffice to say it's it's pinkish in this we did actually see her leave the fucking cemetery when she grabs this weird unicorn toy thing which is what she uses to kill the henchwoman she straps it to the front of her bike like a fucking what 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 are they what are they called on the fronts of ships i uh i know what you're talking about but i fucking have i can't remember i don't know i'm not a goddamn sailor or a pirate is it is it the mast the mast i'm not certain thing in the middle okay anyway yeah i don't remember what they're called but you know like you know like one of those things that they put on the front of a ship of like a mermaid or a you know a a horny unicorn i don't know yeah but it goes right through her back and the front of her armor and i'm pretty sure it's just a plastic toy so i don't know what the fuck This this movie is functioning on a different level. You can't judge it by the rules of physics and, and matter. It's basically Apple's will and the power of friendship that drives that unicorn through <laughs> yeah. that woman's back. And I, I also wrote down the gnome stick, so I guess she beats her with the gnome stick as well or something. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. After she falls after she falls, Apple busts out her gnome stick and just finishes her off. I think I'm going to be Turbo Kid for Halloween. That's probably a, not the hardest costume to make. Uh, I hope I, I'm going to, oh, fuck, I need to find a power glove. No, you could just make one. It's not an official, his isn't an official power glove anyway. I know it's not, but I can't make anything. I'm fucking useless. What are you talking about? All you need to do is put your phone in like a little a little leather case and, and put fake buttons on it. My hands are not tools for anything. I'm a tool, but my hands aren't. <laughs> You're a welder, man. Come on. Oh, I'm fucking not. I went to welding school and I didn't fail, but I didn't do that well either. So I can't call on you to help me out with welding my my trailer windows. You may want the frames. For you may want to call windows. somebody who actually knows what the fuck they're doing. I don't know anybody who knows what they're doing. If 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 you want if you want a shoddy job, I'm your guy. Oh, okay. All I've, right. I haven't welded in so fucking long, dude. Good to know. Also, she brought back the fucking turbo glove. Yay! We see her pick up. We don't actually see her pick up the turbo glove, do we? I don't fucking no. either way she brings yes. it back uh, no we don't we don't see her pick it up but she does say i brought it i brought it back and then she gives it to him and then immediately after that she gets fucking shot again yes she does and then so does um, frederick though yeah that's true frederick gets shot and then i think the kid the get, kid no also, no no yo, he, he, he yeah he also gets shot no yeah. but that's that's after he um no, no, no he, that's no, right. He, he gets shot yeah. first. Yeah. yeah. Well, he gets shot. He doesn't get shot first. He gets shot third. But it, uh, Zeus does like one, two, three, shoot him yeah. all in a row. But I said, but he's not down. The turbo glove, turbo glove. He uses the turbo glove because it's all charged up and shit. And he hits. Well, it's not charged up. It's charged up enough to hit Zeus once. Well, no, he he shoots Zeus and then he starts decimating Zeus, <laughs> the ranks of 
Zeus's remaining guys. Like he just starts liquefying yeah. them left and right. Boom, 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 boom. But Zeus doesn't liquefy. Zeus just like gets knocked back and knocked unconscious. Yeah, what the fuck? Did your did your son go, what the fuck also? Because I did. Yes. <laughs> um, also, of course. the reason that Turbo Kid doesn't fucking get hurt is because the cylinder with all those what what is that thing called the view uh, view master the view master discs yeah his yeah his can with view master discs blocks so the bullet his mom that is saved some hardcore tin yeah no shit his mom saved his life again it was the power of love in the tin yes. that made it stop okay. the bullet Fair again. Enough. This, the physics of this universe are functioning on a higher level. So Apple's still alive. She didn't get shot that bad, apparently. But so is Skeletron after being punched in the face really hard. And then Skeletron decides to kill Apple. But Turbo <laughs> Kid decides to save her. And he grabs a, a he, he grabs umbrella. One, of those, one of those umbrellas that you put in your patio yeah. table. He runs up <laughs> and he stabs skeletron in the guts with it and skeletron starts up his arm blade and is reaching for the kid and he like is pushing himself down on the spike that is driving <laughs> into his stomach to try and get closer to the kid so he can kill him before he dies and then the kid gets the genius idea <laughs> to open the umbrella because that would work i know and it I know. blows skeletron in half yes and it is it is just like a slayer <laughs> concert out here and it is raining blood yeah i know some slayer good time it's raining blood wait <laughs> hallelujah it's raining blood the umbrella is still intact and he's using that to stop the blood rain from getting on them while they make out <laughs> because it is literally there is now a torrential downpour of blood above them and now they finally kiss yeah it's like the end of, it's like the evil dead remake when all the blood comes down i don't know how that much blood comes out of that dude but sure <laughs> And then, in the background, Zeus. Zeus's fingers twitch. Yeah, and he fucking stands up, and he loses the eye patch. and what does he say? He's like, I'm glad to be rid of this thing or something. Yeah, he says, enough trying to blend in. Oh, yeah. And guess what? He's and a fucking he robot. turns around. Yay! Yay, Michael Ironside's a robot. I That's what I kind of thought he was a robot just in real life anyways. And he's got a Terminator thing going on yeah. now because yep. not only the eye, but that whole side of his face has sort of been, had the flesh blown off, and now you can see his metal skull underneath. And Dr. Evil would love this guy because he shoots freaking laser beams out of his mouth which incidentally it should be noted he explains his origins and that he was a corporate companion oh, yes. robot so that, that mean that death laser that he's shooting out of his mouth <laughs> is an interesting addition to a corporate companion robot yeah he's a corporate companion robot that was designed in the image of his boss i guess or yes. his master he says and then he kills the he killed him with a golf club also yes beat him to death with his own golf club with his own golf club that's right and he said you <laughs> remember you're just a robot he says but i'm standing here and he's not um with that oh, by the way the the turbo the turbo glove is dead again because that thing just can't fucking stay charged. It seems like it's got like a perpetual charging engine in it, which is handy. Yeah. But it takes a minute. I think it's probably running off of the kid's like body heat or something like that. Oh, but yeah. suffice to say it. Yeah, it takes a minute, like you said, and it stops right before he gets a chance to kill Skeletron. 
Skeletron, so he has to kill Skeletron with the umbrella, as you would in that situation. Yeah. Once but Zeus, now, Zeus starts shooting lasers at them, it like charges up the fucking the fucking turbo glove. Yeah, he's like he's not shooting lasers; he's shooting this lightning thing. Yeah, yeah like at them, he it, it it's like zapping him with this conjured electricity, and so yeah, turbo charges the power glove, and then he sees the bomb, and then he like kicks it towards fucking Zeus, right? And then he yep shoots the he blasts the fucking bomb with the turbo glove and it blows up and then apple jumps in front of him and protects him from the blast and she dies for real this time yeah and then my son was like why can't he just take her head off and put it on another robot yeah i don't understand that <laughs> i think because like her head was killed too in the yeah. explosion for like for actually for really reals this time yeah for realsies like he buries her after that yep yep he buries her with her gnome stick well he he uses the gnome stick as as her grave marker yes and frederick lived i guess even though he doesn't have any part in like that last few minutes but she says to him she says next time you look up at the sky know that i'll be up there as a ball of gas pumba with you did we skip that whole thing where he explains that no we talked about it that 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 his mom told him the story about how the stars were the dead and that's why there are so many of them is because the apocalypse happened (laughs) no we, we talked about it and then we talked about the lion king and shit remember yeah because okay. Disney, Disney just can't stop <laughs> rearing its ugly head for you, can it? No, it fucking can't. <laughs> um, so him and Frederick, they're going to part ways. But oh, by the way, when the bomb went off, a big water geyser started shooting out of the ground. So they also found the water source in the process of all this stuff. Turns out it was right underneath where they decided to have their final showdown. Yeah, not fortunate. Convenient. So Frederick's going to stay behind and guard the water source. And the kid is going to go see what's on the other side of the wasteland. And Frederick goes, there's not much out there. And he just looks at him and goes, I know, like, okay. Also, Frederick tells him he did the right thing, which I don't, what is he referring to? A- a- Apple, I guess. I have no fucking her. idea. Burying her? I don't know. Sure. Sacrificing her? Blowing up Zeus? <laughs> that one particular line of dialogue doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. You saved several people. You He's like, right this will save hundreds of lives, which, I mean, honestly, that's pretty much the population of the world at that point. Yep. So, And he said maybe more. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hundreds of lives, maybe more. Uh, so the kid takes off and it looks really cheesy because it's on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed yeah, to be the, this bit. epic hero shot. And it's just him pedaling his bike away. <laughs> and yes, the final shot is a bright star in the sky going and twinkle. credits and credits. That, that's fucking turbo kid. Uh, what are your final thoughts on this? Not piece of shit. I was going to call it a piece of shit, but I, it's not, it's a good movie. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it, this movie's just a load of fun. It's a load of, of good R rated fun. I think it's, it's almost safe to let your kids watch because the violence is so fucking exaggerated and stupid. I mean, it obviously it's going to depend on like, I wouldn't let a kid watch this as their first exposure to a very violent movie, <laughs> No, but if they've done the ramp up, this is not point a on that journey, but you know, you got to know your kids. Obviously I'm, I'm a big advocate. I've said this before of, of knowing your kids and knowing what they can handle. And if your kids are at that level, this is a very fun movie. There's a lot of fun to be had. It's very violent, but the violence is extremely cartoonish. It's gory and it's over the top but it's so clearly not within the realms of reality the only thing i would say is you know like with kids you got to understand that kids still empathize with characters in movies the way adults don't (laughs) except for apple oh my god i got so sad oh no i did i did because because let's face it apple is like 
the textbook manic pixie dream girl and we all fall for that like like nerdy nerdy middle-aged men are absolute suckers for that trope so and I, she and it doesn't hurt that she's just like she's really the actress who plays her is just gorgeous and the character is just adorable yeah, so she's yeah super cute and lovable like i i can't even i have to imagine <laughs> feminists just fucking hate this character like like really hardcore but at least <laughs> angry she, feminists she does have a reason for acting <laughs> that way though she is a friendship bot she does and like i said that's the reason i wish they'd really stuck it in the realm of friendship like i said if they had either just stayed friendship the whole time or at the end had her just reject him Oh. and just be like we're friends friends don't do that you know like that either one of those would have worked for me but they didn't and that's literally the only part of this movie i don't like I'll like there there are other things that aren't perfect but that's the only part i really don't like but other than that no watch this movie it's fun guys i'm waiting for the sequel now uh, even though it took me six years to watch this movie if you can't get enough of apple they did make a prequel that is just about apple oh shit really it's a music video oh fun it's a song by Lematos who does the soundtrack and it's called I think it's called No Tomorrow so yeah you can just you can look that up it's on YouTube I don't know which editions are out there I have the Raven Banner Entertainment Blu-ray and if you have the Blu-ray they include the original short called Turbocharged which uh, I saw that I found that on YouTube and I'm going to watch it that sounds fun (laughs) it's basically there's no story to it it's just like an action short and it's ridiculous but it is it's a fun one watch and you can definitely see a lot of the shit that they incorporated into the movie and where its genesis was well good so that, that's a fun thing I'm, yeah this this is this is one that i'd probably look for on blu-ray is there a commentary please tell me there's like a commentary or something yes there's a commentary in both english and french oh right on i was gonna say it's I'm, not in french <laughs> I'm curious whether they're the same commentary, just one done in English and one done in French, or if it's actually two completely separate commentaries. And if you speak both languages, you can get both. I'm sure there's subtitles on the commentary, if that's the case. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'll have to check it out. I, I haven't as of yet. Well, do that and let me know. Anyways, Turbo Kid's a fucking awesome movie. It's good old fun. You should go watch it. That'll do it for Turbo Kid, but uh, that won't do it for us quite yet because we're going to tell you to go to audibletrial.com com slash sharks cross hollywood audibletrial.com slash sharks cross hollywood holy fuck i said it i did it listen to some fucking books do do you have anything am i listening to something this week why as a matter of fact i am i'm listening to choreography by Corey feldman again you've heard me recommend it before (laughs) you'll hear me recommend it again check out choreography by Corey feldman audibletrial.com forward slash sharks across hollywood get a free book and i recommend choreography and how about some social media you can follow us on everything at the shark pod last but definitely not least because i think my place of work is cursed and i would really like to stop going there so you guys should give us some money we're still in the midst of our 2021 the 13th where we are breaking down every friday the 13th movie from the first one to the most recent one which i think is freddy versus jason isn't it no it's not it's the fucking remake from 2009 i'm a fucking asshole but 2009 remake yes you can hear us talk about that shit at patreon.com slash sharks across hollywood i got rid of the tier thing by the way the tier is still there but i made it so uh for this for right now you can donate and 
anything you want, really, and you can fucking listen to all of our Friday the 13th episodes. By the way, just want to say a big thank you to everyone who is subscribed to our Patreon. I, I know we don't give you guys shout-outs often enough, but want you want to let you know that we are grateful. We do appreciate you being there, and we're glad you're listening. And please let us know if there's anything we're doing on there that you'd like to hear more of, something you'd like to hear less of, perhaps. Let us know. Uh, the only way we'll know is if you let us know. Especially you, random Canadian guy. This movie's for you, by the way. There you go. Random Canadian guy. Thanks for supporting the show, and let us know what you'd like to hear more of. I'm sure your name is very nice, and it's on Patreon, but I don't have it open right now, so I'm just going to leave it at that. You're our Canadian he, friend. They might, the random Canadian guy might not even want his name called out. You never know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but thank you. Anyways, sir, patreon.com slash Hollywood. Respect us that way, motherfuckers. <laughs> Okay, let's get the fuck out of here before All right. we dig this ditch any deeper. So, I don't know what the fuck we're going to be doing in a couple of weeks because episode orders are fucking nuts right now, but that's okay. We'll be back in two weeks with something fun. I promise. But until then, stay jawsome.